This is the podcast, Putting on a Coat of Colors. This podcast is a community storytelling project of Coat of Colors, a council of Cathedral of Hope, United Church of Christ in Dallas, Texas. Our hope is that this podcast will make room for persons of color and their white allies who are both gay and straight to tell their joys and frustrations, to tell their sense of belonging and their sense of exclusion, to celebrate our uniqueness to the larger community and celebrate our commonalities, and to invite members of the larger community to join in this purpose. Thank you for listening. Now let's get started. Here is our podcast host, Thomas Riggs. In the book, I'm Still Here, Black Dignity in a World Made for Whiteness, Austin Channing Brown begins the book with the words, White people can be exhausting. In the fourth part of their conversation, Neil and Darnell share together how difficult it can be for persons of color to not want to travel to yet another white space on their only day off to attend services. And the different layers that gay persons, persons of color, women, and disabled people have to navigate. You know, and, and we also have to understand that, and I've said this, I think, to you before, is that, you know, we have created, uh, and this is not about just about about gay people, uh, we have created a system now where, you know, black people, in my opinion, and I might be wrong, um, are so tired of fighting white privilege and white power um, that there is, there is no... I, I see every good reason why black folk on their one day off mm-hmm. <laughs> would not want to come back into white space um, for worship, for for any of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so whilst whilst I, I, I absolutely am committed to, to wanting to make sure that black folk who arrive here feel safe and wanted and, you know, um, and want to be a part of this community, um, I also understand that that we might not find black people coming in droves. Oh yeah, no. Um, because because it's white. It's seen as white space, um, and we can do some of our internal cultural changes um, in order to make it more open as pe- as people of color arrive. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also should not beat ourselves up uh, when we aren't getting black people come or people of color come in their droves right now. Right. Um, the 11 o'clock hour on a Sunday is still the most segregated hour mm-hmm. in the whole of the United States. Um, and, and it's not just around style of worship, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I agree. I think it's going to take time. I think it's, uh, again, it's that dance. you got to keep working at it mm-hmm. until, you know, uh, we figure it out. Yeah. I mean, I have so many people, I mean, friends still ask well, like when I say I go to Cathedral Hope, and they look at me funny, <laughs> you know, like, why are you there? <laughs> you know, so, um, but again, I, I'm kind of used to that for all my life, you yeah. know. So, um, I think, I think uh, one of the hurdles would be for b- black people coming to Cathedral Hope is just learning this. To be flexible with the style of worship, mm-hmm. you know, if they can 
that the message is clear, no matter how you package it, that will help. You know, I mean, especially about inclusion, about um, seeing the divide and fit one and fix it and, uh, you know, give them opportunities to be a part of that, uh, I think would be a huge step in the right direction. Mm -hmm. But also you got to have people that they can see in the church that they're not just talking it. (laughs) They're they're actually doing it. But then, so, and I think, and because a lot uh, of, you're right. A lot of, of black people are tired. You know, it's t- it's tiresome that you know you you fight so hard, and then with a stroke of a pen, you can just change the rules. <laughs> you know, and yeah. and you know it is it's so it's a slap in the face all the time. Yeah. I mean, for one example, it's just personal. When I was an engineer at AT and I had. I was in part of the, what's well, called OCS, it's called Official Company Services. So, and I was a system tech, and it was only, I think, 14 of us in the entirety of, I, want, I don't want to say of Texas, but the, the techs, I mean, Dallas, mm-hmm. Houston, Austin, San Antonio. I know that we're, because I had to go there and fix problems because they didn't have the text. Mm-hmm. But I did, I was uh, the only black. <laughs> and then, uh, and I had where I was good at what I did. And then I was getting the recognition. And then uh, with a stroke of a pen, one person changed the course of my career because mm-hmm. they didn't, they wanted their recognition and they didn't think I deserve it. They wanted a white person to, to have that recognition. And it changed everything. Mm-hmm. All the good work I did, all the accolades I did, it didn't matter. Yep. You know, so, I mean, people, you're, you're tired of working so hard and trying to make progress. And then just, you know, yep. it doesn't yep. matter. Yeah, yeah. And, and we see it over and over mm-hmm. again, you know. Um, and we see it, you know, in the gay community. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, I, 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 I've started referencing um, the layers of oppression rather than the interconnectedness of oppression, mm-hmm. um, because you know, I'm a gay man, you're a gay man, but my experience as a white gay man, yes, I have my level of, of oppression, but then you add being black on top. There's another layer that you have to mm-hmm. that that gets that, that you have to get through twice, mm-hmm. um, and so. You know this this layering of oppression is is just so important. Then you add you know, a woman, or you add a person mm-hmm. who's dis- disabled, and just the layers are yeah. just in, in, intense. Mm-hmm. Um, that's important for us to understand those layers. Mm-hmm. You know um, that that we have to continue to, to to rise up and get get through those those layers in order to get to full equality. Right. I agree, um, and I don't have the answers to that, <laughs> but. And I don't think no no one person has the answer. Yeah. I think it's again just uh, working together and trying to figure it out as we go. Because there's going to be there's going to be some successes mm-hmm. and there's going to be some failures. Yeah. But got to learn from both. Yeah.
Thank you for listening to this edition of Putting on a Coat of Colors. This podcast is a community storytelling project of Coat of Colors, a Council of Cathedral of Hope, United Church of Christ in Dallas, Texas. Cathedral of Hope is the largest predominantly LGBTQIA congregation in the world. Our church has a strong community presence and global reach through its online ministry. We self-identify as a church that is progressive, inclusive, and social justice-minded. You can find out more about Cathedral of Hope at www.cathedralofhope.com. In the mission statement of Code of Colors, we assert that through faith, hope, and love, Code of Colors is a council for all people that seeks to decrease the cultural divide and increase a multicultural presence in the church and the community. You can find out more about the outreach programs of this group by searching Code of Colors on Facebook. That's spelled C-O-L-O-U-R-S. And request to join the group.